So can we end this talk? Do we have to? <laughs> I'm afraid so. We're going to run out of film. <laughs> Probably. Um, so can we end this by me telling you a little story? Please. And sharing with you the best advice I've ever gotten. OK. Uh, and it happened to come from you. Oh, all right. <laughs> and uh, fair warning, uh, I'm reluctant to share this a little bit because uh, it's personal. But I think it has enough value um, that it's worth sharing. Fun fact about me, uh, I'm adopted. And my entire life, I had a great childhood, but I always had this desire to find my birth parents. And I wanted to know uh, who I was, my roots, you know, where did I come from? And did you see that movie with Nicole Kidman and the guy from Slumdog Millionaire? It was called Lion. Um, I, it was on the seat next to me on a plane, so yeah. I know it without the words. It's a really good movie. <laughs> if you've seen that movie, maybe you can understand a little bit how I felt. I felt a lot like him in, in that in, there was just, I could, can't describe it to someone who's not in the situation, but I, I had this burning desire to find out um, my roots. So yeah. hard. Yeah. And as a teenager, I would uh, I petitioned the courts for my birth records, yeah. and I got denied over and over and over again. And um, that only just fueled my fire. I felt, sure. I felt it was unfair. I felt kind of violated, like, how dare you? Hold, withhold from me what's my, my right to have. Yeah. And it was very difficult. Flash forward a number of years, well, when the internet became more pervasive and um, public documents became more available, I, I found my birth mother. And it was the most amazing thing. I sent her this letter and I wrote, uh, and included a picture, by the way, of our family. So we have four amazing kids, very happily uh, married, I've got a great family, and I sent this great family photo with, a, you know, wearing our best. And I wrote a note that said something like, um, uh, you know, this may come to a shock, but uh, I, I found you, and I just wanted to say thank you. I want to say thank you for doing probably the most selfless thing anyone could ever do, wow. which is, you know, a shot at a better life for me. That's so generous, yeah. And, and so I sent that letter. And it also said, if you want contact, you know, I would be more than happy to have a phone call or come meet you. I'm thrilled that I found you after this, you know, 25-year, 30-year search. I got a letter back. And just to give you a little context, you know, when you're adopted, your mind goes to the edges of the extreme. Of course. Right? You, yeah. you think, you know, is my dad Steve Jobs? Like, is there... <laughs> Is there some inheritance waiting for me someplace that I should know about? Or is my mom or dad some famous you know, rock musician or, or athlete? And so it goes that way. And, and it also goes to the, the other side of the spectrum, yeah. which is, am I the product of a violent crime? Right. And then everything in between. And so I would say the not knowing is the most difficult part. Um, anyway, so I did get a letter back. Uh, and it was from this a very proper, looked like a proper organization. It was, a, it was a, some sort of firm. And I thought, oh, I, I, Steve Jobs probably is my dad. Like, it was like a Dumbledore is bequeathing, you know, the, uh, yeah. the resurrection stone. But this and whole the, thing sounds so wrenching. So I opened it, 
And it's, it said, you know, uh, dear Mr. Elliot, uh, we're in receipt of your letter. Uh, and our client uh, does admit that she is your biolo biological mother, but wants no contact. Oh. And uh, this is our official putting you on notice that if you have any further correspondence, we will not hesitate to file a, a uh, oh, I'm so sorry, restraining order against you. And it, it was a sucker punch. Yeah. I was devastated. I was crushed. I mean, I was pissed, too. Um, but I was crushed. And um, it, it was very difficult. And I probably kind of felt sorry for myself for a little bit. And this was right around the time that I quit a perfectly good job and left the studios. I was at Universal Pictures for a while, and, and I decided to start this production company. And it was a time uh, right around 2008, 2009, where you, you wrote Tribes. It was the first time that I reached out to you. Uh, it was a very difficult time. You know, the recession, we were in the, in the heart of the recession. We were knee-deep. I was struggling to keep my family afloat. Um, you were very nice. I reached out to you, but you, you, know, you rejected me, too, a couple times. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know who you are. You know, <sighs> I'm not interested in coming. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> I, I'm getting to the point of this, this lesson. Uh, this, I'm here this today. Well... So I persisted. I was, I was tenacious. I didn't give up. And um, I kept chipping away and, and tried to communicate. And you were very receptive and very nice and, and gracious. And finally, about a year and a half later, you agreed to come to one of these meetings for the first time. This is like 2009, heading into 2010. You came, and you sat down with me, and you talked, and you were a human being. And you took the time. And do you remember what you told me? you remember the advice that you gave me? It's out of context. Yeah. I'm really sorry. I, I don't expect you to remember. That's okay. But I told you about how I was struggling and how I had this great idea to, to start this new web series, this, this show called Behind the Brand, where you know, I, was, I was making it very selfishly because I actually desperately needed to know how to be successful like right away because you know, I was struggling to keep my business afloat and sure. everything that was happening. And, and you said to me, uh, I'll never forget it, you said, Brian, um, there's no Prince Charming in this story. There's no rescue boats. No one's coming. You know, stop waiting to get picked. The Today Show's not calling. CNN is not going to call you. You're not going to get scooped up um, waiting to get picked, waiting to get rescued. And that just pierced my heart like no other. And, and I, in that moment, my whole... My whole Point of view changed. I realized that I was playing the victim. I felt like one. I mean, rightfully so in some regards. But what you told me that no one's coming, no one's going to arrest me, I need to save myself, changed that point of view into being like a survivor, right? To continue to push forward, to not give up. Um, I changed my life. Wow. So I want to thank you for that. Well, don't thank me. This is you. So, so there is a bit of a happy ending. Um, There's more than a bit of a happy ending. You have a happy family. You're doing incredibly generous, productive work that's seen by millions of people around the world. Well, there's that, but there's... So I also persisted 
And, and I didn't assume that because I failed once, I would fail again. I, I decided maybe there's an, another outcome. I kept looking for my dad, and I found him. And last year, me and my whole family got to meet my dad, who was much more receptive, and figured that one day I would call. And I, I found out that I have two younger sisters. And we all got to meet in this big happy family reunion. Turns out we're Jewish <laughs> on my dad's side. <laughs> Mazel tov. <laughs> So I, I guess that's maybe a good place to end. Um. <laughs> Bada boom.